Hello. Let's make sure we are good on audio inputs on all levels. Hey guys, uh, my name is Mitchell. Welcome uh, for Penny for a Tale. Uh, and for some reason, oh, you know, I know what I did. Uh, yeah, there's no uh, video. There you go. Thank you, Rhino Seeker. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to put my video in a nice little box so I can see both the questions and uh, the, the, uh, the people. Uh, so that's my fault. Uh, so yeah, uh, everyone, welcome uh, Penny for a Tale. My name is Mitchell. Uh, we have an awesome guest today. We have uh, Christopher Peter, uh, who is a game designer for Fight 2nd Edition. Uh, if you haven't yet, check our, uh, our actual play Tuesday, uh, where we had as much fun and played around with the rules as possible. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, um, and, and definitely check that out if you kind of want a, a, a taste uh, of what it's like to, to play the game, and it's it's a hoot, um, in, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's get right into it. Um, uh, but first, uh, Christopher, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, plug anything you want. Uh, this is your stage. Uh, I'm Christopher Peter. I am the uh, the lead de de uh, game designer for Divine Madness Press. Uh, lead game designer is a fancy way of saying I'm basically a one-man operation. Uh, Fight Second Edition is really the work of two people. Uh, I can get back to that later, but um, and uh, this is uh, this, this, uh, this the only thing I'm, I'm plugging right now is is the Second Edition Kickstarter. Uh, I think it's worth noting that at the time of this interview. We are $240 away from funding. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, I'm feeling pretty good about this interview. Maybe this is going to be the magic that, that just pushes us over that mark. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I apologize that my voice is not as strong as it could be right now. I got a cold, but I'll fight my way through this. Um, I'm old. <laughs> I've, been, I've been gaming for um, a very long time. I, I've been around since the beginning of the hobby. And um, I have had the, the benefit of having a consistent gaming group meeting on a weekly basis for literally decades. Um, so that's a, that's a great blessing. Uh, my favorite genre of, of RPGs aside from this, of course, are supers, um, which I think that there's a lot of cross DNA there with fight. Um, but I'll play just about anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome so for those interested in uh helping them get to that final uh funding that they want uh, i've put the kickstarter uh on the chat uh so for anyone watching you'll see it if you're watching on youtubes it'll be right in the details section uh please 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 i've uh pledged to it it's going to be amazing time uh it's going to be great um oh uh <laughs> so rilo has a question uh, for sure. you, Christopher's, uh, he says, what is Christopher's super's history? He loves that genre and would like to know what inspired oh. the, the uses. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, I started in 1981 uh, with Champions, first edition. And um, I played Champions um, on and off with only a few breaks uh, through about 2005. Um, that was one campaign world. And... Um, then I kind of got sick of it, but that was 24 years. So that's, that's a good amount of time. And um, I've tried a lot since then. I am my current supers campaign is actually using the advanced box set of Marvel superheroes. 
that's 1989. Um, <clears throat> and it's going really well. But I mean, um, I like, I love the character creation in Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition. I, I wish it wasn't the case, but I find the game not exciting to play. It is, uh, the, the, man, I like so much about it, but the game is just not that exciting to play. Uh, I tried icons. There's a lot, a lot I like about icons, but there wasn't enough granularity for that. I got a lot of gamist um, uh, players, uh, which definitely in, in, uh, affects my own designs. Um, but uh, I've, I've tried out a lot of other stuff. Villains and vigilantes is, is kind of fun. Um, which is, um, capes, cowls, and villains foul is a is a, a not very often played game that I think has some pretty cool ideas in it. Um, I I am I like Bash. I play that one as well. Um, Super's Red. I wasn't as impressed by. And uh, and here's where where sometimes people might strongly disagree with me. I have tried Marvel heroic role playing several times. It is not for me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, chat uh, basically uh, agrees with uh, your uh, your take on uh, mutants and masterminds. Character creation good, uh, gameplay not so much. Uh, that is Rilo. Uh, he already likes you, so awesome stuff. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a, a lot of your career uh, in terms of game wise uh, has been focused on kind of like these super superhero type games. Yes. Uh, is, is there a reason for that? And how does that kind of, uh, I guess, uh, shade uh, what you've made with fight? Okay. Um, well, why? I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure there's any sort of deep philosophical reason why. I mean, <laughs> since, since I was a child, I've loved comic books. And, I mean, we all know, all, all of us nerds know that there is no better time to be a comic book fan than right now. Um, even if you hate what Marvel and DC are doing. You can just have conversations about superheroes mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll, you'll find people who can talk with you. Um, so I think that, that was really it. So to, to get a chance to do a superhero role-playing game was uh, like just great. I can make my own heroes. That's awesome. Uh, so that's always informed it. But I think, um, I think I've always appreciated the larger-than-life characters. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it, 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 I think it's telling that I like D&D 4th &D edition, um, which Ooh. is definitely a super heroic <clears throat> fantasy, you know, um, and I um, and I've also definitely have a I, I'm partial to modern uh, games, modern settings in general. Mm -hmm. um, I've played loads of D&D, &D, but if I have a choice, I'm going to choose a modern setting. Nice. Uh, how that how that's affected fight. Um, I don't think the fighting game genre is, uh, is really all that different from superheroes. I mean, you got um, very distinctive characters who are one of a kind. They have bold names. They have unusual costume designs. They have superpowers. Um, they, are, they are the movers and shakers of their world. It's just that there's a high focus on martial arts. Mm -hmm. uh, I consider, in some ways, fight to be a superhero game. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> if, you, if you're there Tuesday, uh, anyone watching, we definitely uh, took it full superhero with the uh, yeah My Hero Academia setting. Uh, so Rilo actually uh, says uh, he he also enjoys D and D Fourth Edition. Um, I enjoyed it for his tactical aspects um, and enjoyed it as my first tabletop role-playing game that I wow. ever played wow. back in in 2012. 
so it, I I have my character sheet somewhere in my uh, my area here for all eight pages of it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a booklet <laughs> of different powers that I had. Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely um, in, in 4E uh, more so than and you know my my experience is limited because I've only played fourth and fifth in terms of D and D games. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely the the game where you could go into any fight and it, and it was going to be epic. You were not going to go down without a uh, incredible fight. Uh, generally, we didn't mind the fact that mm-hmm. you know an hour lot was a was a short fight. That, mm-hmm. that we we were okay with that. At, yeah. at least for a while. <laughs> <laughs> likewise, likewise, yeah. So yeah, all, all three of us, four uh, E fans. Woo! You don't you don't see many of them. <laughs> um. So I would ask, uh, did you start off uh, as a fighting game enthusiast, uh, or do you consider yourself a fighting game enthusiast, or more so just superhero to kind of this more action packed role playing game? No, no, I'm, I'm definitely a fighting game enthusiast, and in fact. Um, I have um, what, what was uh, what was the DMG? There was an appendix N that had all of the old school uh, old school uh, uh, swords and sorcery stuff back in first edition. Well, anyway, Fight has a similar one that lists all of the fighting game series that I played in order to uh, in order to do the research for it, and it's it's a it's a long list. Um, I, I remember that list. I remember looking through it, and I'm like, surely, surely not. the the really interesting thing about that list is uh i I don't want to speak out of turn but i am pretty sure that i own every single thing on that list Uh, still i am i i I, i'm a bit of a hoarder so yeah i'm definitely a fighting game fan and uh the, the way i became one um was in the 90s which was definitely the heyday of fighting games um and uh, I, I was playing Street Fighter 2, and I was lousy at it, but I was, I was taken with the, dis- the, the, the distinctive character designs, and I was taken with um, the fact that if you played one character through and beat Bison, that you got an ending. And yeah. then I realized that there was stories to these characters. <laughs> and I realized that even if I sucked at playing them, that there was still some other level at which I could enjoy the game. And, uh, and so that opened up this door for me where I said, wow, this, this game's got new characters I've never seen before and new stories I haven't done. And uh, that kind of snowballed. Um, a bit of a, an obsessive personality like a lot of gamers. I just said, well, now that I've played this game, I guess I have to play every single one of them. <laughs> and, and for those viewing, uh, if it's okay with you, uh, Christopher, I'm going to name real quickly the, the games you, you have on here. Good luck. All right, so we got the Aggressors of Dark Combat, Aqua Pesa, Arcana Heart Series, Art of Fighting Series, Asuka 100% Burning Fest Series, Battle Arena Toshinda Series, Battle Fantasia, Blaze Blue Series, Bloody Roar Series, Capcom Fighting Evolution, Capcom vs. SNK Series, Critical Blow, Dark Chocolate Series, Dead or Alive Series, Dinjiki Bunko, something I've never heard of, Ergeizi, um, definitely butchering that, Evil Zone, Fatal Fury Series, Fighters Impact, Fighters Mega Mix, Garo Mark of the Wolves, Guilty Gear Series, Hakuto no Ken, Injustice Series, JoJo's Bar Adventure Series, I really like that, Kakuto Shoujin, Kinsai, King of Fighters Series, Kazuna and Crime Series, Last Blade Series, Last Bronx, Marvel's Vero, Sur- Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighters, Marvel vs. Capcom Series, Multi Blood Series, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Series, Neo, Geo Battle, Coliseum, Ninja Master, Nitro Plus, Blasterets, 
Ooh, I'm definitely messing that up. Uh, Persona Arena Series, Power Insect Series, Psychic Force. Oh, I love Psychic Force Series. That was one of my favorites. Uh, Real Bout Series, Rival Schools United by Fate Series, Samurai Showdown Series, Sengoku Basara X, uh, Skullgirl Series. Never heard of that. That sounds interesting. Uh, Soul Blade slash Soul Calibur Series. That's one of my favorites. Dark Gladiator Series, Street Fighter Series, SVC Chaos, Tao Fang, Tekken Series, Toeball Series, Undernight Series, Virtual Fighter Series, and uh, World Hero Cities. And then they have other ones, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. That's, wow, that's a good job. <laughs> I, I butchered everything. So. Urgites. Urgites was the one that you, you, you stumbled on there. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Uh, that's interesting. There was a Garu fighting game? It was. That's, uh, um, no, no, not, not, not werewolf. Okay, that's, okay. <laughs> that, was the, um, that was one of the later additions to the Fatal Fury series. Mm, love Fatal Fury. Fury Bogart is yeah. the lone wolf. So. so out of all of those, yeah, which ones are like your 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 top three? My top three. All right. Uh, the first two are pretty easy. I got to figure out what the third is. Um, so the first by far is King of Fighters. Uh, I find King of Fighters the best in terms of story. Mm -hmm. it, um, it, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to qualify that. It is the best in terms of story. Um, and then second, Street Fighter, just because. Well, it's Street Fighter. Yeah. And the rest of it would really happen if it wasn't for Street Fighter. Um, when it comes to the third, um, that's a little trickier uh, because I now want to lump a lot of the SNK games with mm -hmm. King of Fighters. So, like Fatal Fury and stuff. I mean, they're all kind of spin attached to it. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I would have to probably go with Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, those watching feel free to uh post some of your favorite ones uh, yeah um so uh you said um you know fight second edition was kind of uh just made solely by you. you you did mention that there was someone else helping you uh yeah. but pretty much it's it's a one-man show um when did you first have the idea of making a fighting game into a role-playing game when did you first look at that mountain and say i want to climb it 1996. <laughs> um, I was playing Street Fighter 2, and uh, if you go back to 96, I think it might have been 95, but I know I started in 96. Uh, that's when White Wolf's Street Fighter RPG came out. Ooh. And um, I read that, and I was foolish enough back then to think that the stuff that was contained in that was actually the canon story of those characters. It's, it's terrible, but um, but we, we played... We played the crap out of that game um but it didn't take long for me to realize there's all sorts of other things i'd like to do with this game that i can't um so i originally started fight as a response a, a sort of advanced version of white wolf street fighter um but it rapidly became its own thing <laughs> um and um that mountain is an appropriate uh term because <laughs> it got <laughs> It got sickeningly complex over time. <laughs> the, the version you played is, uh, is uh, for all of its bells and whistles, is simplistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> um, and uh, what happened with that, and I, I, I don't know what was wrong with me, but um, I, it just kept going until, until I had this moment. I, I distinctly remember I was playing um, King of Fighters 2006, 
and uh, and I was watching the combat while I was playing it, which is a weird problem I have now, as I think in fight terms while I'm playing video games, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is both cool and distracting at the same time. And um, I realized that my game was 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 a monster, and that it wasn't at all really getting to the heart of the action. So I um, I actually blew the whole thing up. The the, the original version had there, there's. There's little strands of, of, uh, of rules still stuck in it, but the system, it is an entirely brand new. Ooh. <laughs> not, not the second edition. The version that was published in yeah. 2009 was, was the, uh, the, the, the entirely different version. Uh, but this has, been, um, this has been my thing uh, for since 96 that I, I, have, I have wanted to get this done. Um, the other, the other person that we mentioned there is um, Aleo Morello is my, my co-designer on this one. Um, and uh, I've said it a couple of times in other places that if you're looking at second edition and you're familiar with first and you see something that makes you go, that's a really good change or a really good addition, it's probably Aleo. <laughs> um, and he and I have a really cool relationship because uh, we've been working on this uh, pretty steadily for about three years now. We've known each other for about nine years. Um, we've never met. Oh, wow. Not yeah. never, never like face to face, never face to face. <laughs> uh, I'm on the East coast of the United States. He's in Argentina. Uh, <laughs> we have solely communicated electronically for nine years. Oh man. That's gonna, I feel like you should put in the stretch goals. They get to meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see this happening. <laughs> maybe if we we uh we pledge enough money maybe we'll throw that in at the last part <laughs> um so what do you think were were the like the most important elements you wanted to take from like the uh the street fighter type games into fight the the role-playing game you mean yeah the role-playing game um I, it was really important obviously to be able to design your own fighter that mm -hmm. that was that was key and i think much like a superhero game, the most important part of that was your special moves. The, um, the original version of Fight, the, 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 the sort of beta version, I guess, from back then, um, I was playing these fighting games and I was actually just writing down every single move that, that every character did. <laughs> and that was the list you had to choose from. And, and eventually after it hit well over 200, I said, this is, this is stupid, I, you can't do this. That's when I came up with the effects-based uh, system for designing your moves instead. Yeah, and I know one of our uh, players for the for the stream uh, had a lot of fun making a character, and he made like uh, a character that used like this dog that turned into like this energy yeah. beam and slapped yeah. someone. It was it. It was really cool. It reminded definitely of those kind of like those Japanese uh, uh, fighting games where they you yeah. know they always have that that extra stuff involved. <laughs> uh so yeah the qualities that was really cool uh, we, yeah, we really appreciate that i, I remember I, I was i noticed he had he had definitely designed his own <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> um so what type of stories are you hoping to be told through through these games well i think um i think that the that the kinds of stories that that are told aside from what people assume is the the really blunt and obvious is that well these characters are going to fight uh aside from that i think a lot of the kinds of stories tend to be either they tend to be investigation type stories mm -hmm. either uh into an underworld of crime or espionage and world politics or military actions 
Um, or if you're doing something fantasy, then then uh, then perhaps uh, a war scenario, mm-hmm. uh, nations at war, or, or a space opera. You can do a bunch of things. But I think a lot of it ends up being these heroes have reasons they want to find out stuff, mm-hmm. and finding out stuff is going to involve punching people in the face <laughs> uh, because that's that's an efficient way to get information. Not sure I can espouse that as a moral. <laughs> it sounds right, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's certainly the case in this game. Um, so yeah, I I think that's it. Is I, when I, when characters are designed, they need to have that that level of background to say why are they they there, mm-hmm. uh, why are they going to go out and fight. Now that could be very specifically why are they part of the tournament that the, that the game master sets up as as part of the setting. Um, or it might be something more vague than that, but those story hooks are what should drive the action for sure. And in that sense, it's not different than any other role playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what kind of like are, are the major themes? Uh, would you say are, are the game the the things that people should focus on to to explore? And what kind of your play tests have been like, or past fight games even? Um, if I understand your your question correctly, I mean. One of the things that I that I think is that is useful for a group to know is the game was intended to be a tactical experience, mm-hmm. um, and so for for groups that enjoy uh, playing out combat, they're they're going to get more out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're if you're of a of a more um, you know story game base where you like to have your conflicts resolved in two die rolls, then I just have to say you should, you should go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so I think that's an important thing to know that that it's intended to be something where, uh, and, and when I'm game mastering it, this is the case. The majority of the playtime is going to be combat. Mm-hmm. Now, the way that you still build the story into that is, um, I think it can be explained this way. So if your if your adventurers or your heroes have done some investigation and they're on the on the verge of of finding out important fact mm-hmm. A, right? Um, oftentimes you'd get there, you would, you would reveal important fact A, and then guys with guns burst into the room and a fight starts. The difference in fight should be they would get so far, and then the fight should start before they get important fact A, which mm-hmm. should definitely come out during the fight instead. As you look at the, the, um, the video games and the manga and the anime that these stories are based on, all of the important revelations come out while people are punching each other in the yep. face. So that's there. There is a there is an implied level of of necessary role playing during the combat, not just to describe really cool action, though that's obviously important too, but to make sure. And, and it's a challenge even for me um, that it doesn't devolve into just the dice rolling contest. Yeah. I mean, definitely for a, for a GM, uh, trying to, to play this out normally in like D and D Pathfinder, all these other games, you, you go to combat and you kind of, for, you know, a few minutes, step out of your role as, uh, as that character. And, you know, you get through the fight and then afterwards you, you reap the rewards. Um, but I do like the, the fact that this game puts a lot of emphasis in the, the fight. It, it slows down the fight so that you can have more of these interesting moments in the fight. Um, and it's definitely something I want to do more in, in pretty much any game, and, and especially future games of fight. And the, 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 the characters also, um, because they, they're their fighting style is, is, is actually different. So mm-hmm. the way this character versus that character plays, it, it's actually going to matter. Not I'm a fighter or I'm a cleric. 
mm-hmm. um, that uh, some people, especially on the Discord server, have gotten really, really deep into into trying to to find ways to emulate particular styles of character uh, to create specific play experiences, which is kind of cool. That does sound awesome. Yeah, I, I can think of lots of like the uh, the the Ong Bak like series and uh, what was mm-hmm. it Capereri stuff like that. That would be so cool to emulate in this game. I mean, as someone who who loves the idea of playing monks and fighters and like D anD D and Pathfinder, and then you're you're out on combat and everyone's just like, I have a sword and right. they're just better than you. And I'm like this is perfect for me because I actually punch someone and it matters. Right. <laughs> disconnect of mine that that in 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 D &D that i've 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 always had a problem with monks (laughs) they've always stood out to me like yeah yeah Yeah, it's always it's always odd you don't get that that epicness uh that that you anticipate from a monk or from like a brawler um so definitely um so what are some like some of the bigger things that have improved from first edition uh to second edition okay the Let's see. The, the biggest thing is um, the exhaustive treatment we went on the elements that make up special moves. Um, first of all, they were they were uh, really really closely examined for balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a few that that um, even in my playtesting in first edition that people subsequently pointed out I was like you know it's a really broken combo. I'm like yeah, all right, let's fix that. <laughs> um, so that was a big one. But the other thing that was not a balance issue, it was just a, uh, a, a lack of clarity, is sometimes if you put this special move uh, up against this special move or you put these two special moves in a combo together, how do the pieces work? How mm-hmm. do you prioritize the different pieces? So, uh, so what Aleo came up with was um, a series of keywords to use for, for moves so that there was a, um, a common language mm-hmm. for how the moves work. And, uh, and then we, we process that through the entire system and uh, so that there's a consistency in language of mm-hmm. how things work. That was a big step. Uh, the other biggest improvement, um, I had this, this design uh, principle in mind with first edition that I don't know why I had it, which was I didn't want a battle map involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so the problem was without a battle map, any rules in which multiple combatants were fighting at the same time uh, became complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I didn't realize, I didn't really think about the fact that in a role-playing group, that might be a problem. You know? <laughs> Three people weren't going to be excited to sit around for an hour while someone has their duel, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, so I just embraced the fact that, you know, if you have multiple combatants, Put out a put out a battle map and have them go at it, which not only simplified things, but created for Aleo and I. It created these new opportunities to see um, exciting new combat things that could happen when people are interacting with each other. Yeah. That if, I, if character A punches character B and knocks him back, that gets in the way of character C, who now can't do what he planned to do, and um, a little bit more of that D and D four kind of feel again. And um, that was that was a we really really wanted to make sure that groups could be playing at the same time that sounds awesome and then, <laughs> and I, I guess the third thing was that we there were some qualities i just posted those in the update today yeah i saw <laughs> that uh, some of them were really very much gm fiat like mm-hmm. you have a cool weapon what does it do whatever the gm allows you to do um and i i wanted to put some 
some guidelines as to how this should work. Yeah. So that you don't feel like you've wasted something. I would say those are my big three. Excellent. Uh, so, you know, you, you got Fight Second Edition uh, closing up its Kickstarter in about six days. Um, what happens next? Um, are there any thoughts on, like, uh, supplements after this game? I know you have a long road to kind of complete uh, the, the, the core rule book, but are you thinking it up ahead? There's any supplements, extra moves? Uh, there's, there's actually a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a couple of things right away. There's there's two stretch goals that are that you know I, I would love to meet. I'm not sure we're going to get there, but uh, but so those are still going to be on on the table as as things that we would like to develop. Um, the, the 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 special moves PDF and the button mashers edition of the rules. Um, but there's uh one two three at least uh. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, let me let me uh, bounce off five five other things that are in the works here. Um, people have asked for a small supplement to emulate Smash Brothers. <laughs> um, I will I, I will alienate some people here by saying I, I'm not a Smash Brothers guy. <laughs> it's not not my thing, but I know it's a lot of people's thing. So and um, people have said, how would you do Smash Brothers and fight? We'll make Smash Brothers for fight. Um, another small one um, that's more I might actually just put this in the core of uh, some guidelines about how to do boss fights you experienced this a couple of nights ago about the, uh, <laughs> the difficulties it is in doing a boss fight um, one of the ways you handled it intentionally or not was there were certain rules you just passed over yeah and, yeah um, and that 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 worked and so I, I want to codify that in some way but those are two small things uh, the larger things we have a um, a setting that uh, that someone has designed. It's a web comic that's out right now called God's Blood. Check it out. And nice. um, he's already done all the character design. Uh, he's got a great background, so it's going to be we're going to put that together as a setting supplement. Um, <clears throat> there is going to be a round three, whether we call it round three or not. There will be a round three, which will have all sorts of new options based on some of the newest things that have happened in fighting video games. So those are emulatable as well. Um, and if you are familiar with level 99 games, uh, Battlecon, the world of Indians, mm -mm. Um, it's, a, it's a board game. It's a, it's, a, it's a competitive fighting board game. Um, and they have a very rich world. And we have, uh, we have the, the license to be able to put out a supplement for fight for all of those characters as well nice so those are all the things that are actually on the table and that's not even getting into a couple of uh wishful thinkings of mine I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to hit up rooster teeth and see if they would be interested in a in a, in a ruby book but uh oh that, that would be amazing that would be a dream of mine to be able to that. <laughs> <laughs> if if anyone ever sees rooster teeth just out at a con uh <laughs> send send them the link and, and get, let's get them contacted because that would be uh, amazing and i I can't believe I, I skipped off on that because if I would have thought of that, uh, I think I would have made Tuesday's game in the the Ruby uh, oh, setting. Cool. <laughs> it would have been, yeah, it's one of my favorites. The way they do action is just amazing. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome stuff. So so people watching, make sure you pledge uh, so we can get the these hopeful dreams and make them a reality. 
all of the material is there. Some of the design work is mm -hmm. even there. We, we just need time and resources. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, First off, what is your your uh, favorite fighting combo uh, in in any of these uh, fighting games? Huh. <laughs> um, uh, does it help that I'm really lousy at combo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if um, you can make a combo, you're you're better than me. <laughs> um, I, I I I couldn't answer that well. I will tell you my favorite spam combo to do. Uh, is uh, is Terry Bogard from from the various SNK games? He is he is my main for sure, and um, and I I will do um, burn knuckle until I can get someone into the corner, and then I will uh, I will repeat burn knuckle and and sweep kicks over and over again. Uh, that doesn't quite count, but uh, that's that's definitely the thing that I probably do most often. Um, I don't have a problem spamming out moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're ever facing me in Street Fighter, uh, I'm just going to be playing uh, Ryu and Ken and just like, Shadoiken the whole time. <laughs> yeah. my, oh. my, sons, my sons will watch me play and they'll, they'll be like, Daddy, stop spamming moves. I don't want to win it. <laughs> yeah. If it wins, it wins. That's right. <laughs> however, however, in the fight role playing game, you do not get glory for spamming moves. Yep, yep. You get glory for combos and variety, but not for spamming. Yeah, and I, I do like the, the mechanic of glory, and it's something I, I wish we explored a little bit more in the Tuesday uh, play, as you know, you kind of level up with all this attention, and, and it really emphasizes the important things of the, the fight. Yeah. Um, so it's good really... enough going on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a, a couple people like uh, look at the quick start and like right before they, they kept reading it over and over again and they're like, so how do I play this game? And I'm like, well, we'll, we'll be fine. I'll just let you know. We'll be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I definitely saw uh, one individual uh, in our chat who was super interested in the game and I, I hope uh, they, they can yeah. pledge. Uh, and a lot of people like the the fact that you know this game has a lot of emphasis on the kind of like the mechanics of a fight. Um, I know for, for me, I'm a person who enjoys kind of like the light as well as the heavy. The reason I enjoy the heavy is because the fight kind of makes more of a mechanical uh, difference. Um, and so seeing like especially uh, Walt, uh, the guy who made his own character, seeing him make his own character and, and have these different moves and different things that he can do was really cool. And I mean, the first like week was me just reading through character creation and, and thinking about all the characters I would make. <laughs> and, and i gotta i gotta say something to your to your credit mitchell that uh, given the fact that you had a week to go from zero to running that on tuesday you did a commendable job even with the with the, the mistakes you did make that, that was that was that was something. Yeah, I, I felt like it was uh when we when you came in and clarified the defense rule, that was when the, the villain like, you know, unlocked his chains and, and had his final form and they uh what what became like a, a somewhat easy fight for them, <laughs> I almost got them at the end. <laughs> So that was that was a lot of fun, and I, I love the idea of a boss fight. I'm really interested in kind of what you're, what you're going to do to kind of codify the rules of a boss yeah. fight. Uh, yeah. That's definitely something I'm really excited about. Um, I mean, I'll tell you for my part, when I've done boss fights, um, I the easier way out for me is that I've always made sure the boss had a lot of minions around, so mm -hmm. that I didn't have to worry as much about you know four PCs ganging up on the boss. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just like bam. 
Yeah, it reminded me of the the fight in one of the Street Fighter movies uh, where Ken and Ryu are, are going up against. Uh, oh man, that who's the boss? Who's the boss? Bison. Yeah, Bison, and it's, they're both tag teaming, and it's it's a lot of cool stuff. Um, so, who is your favorite fighting character of all? Oh, I've, I've already said that, Terry Bogard. Just Terry me. Bogard. Yeah, he's he he's he without question I'm the fave. Um, and, and why, why, why is it Terry? Other than the uh, you know going going at them in the corner. Well, he, he is um he's another Ryu, right? He's another straightforward hero, but. He has a, a little bit more, he's a less dull personality than Ryu. And, yeah. um, and uh, he's just different. I mean, uh, in a lot of ways, his moves are, are just variations of, of, of a Shoto clone as well. But there's just enough variety to what he does that, that, I, that I like him better. I like his character design better. I like, I like his, his, uh, his vocal bits better. Um, and the fact that, you know, I'm pretty decent with him. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know he's always been a character I've always wanted to, to cosplay as. Just you know, the the tank top, the the, the cool jacket, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the gloves. He, he just seems like you know, while while Rin and uh, <laughs> Ryu and Ken are just very like wearing the the the, the, the key, oh, yeah. G's and everything. This uh this guy looks like he's ready to fight at any time. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and he's also the the person I'm best at in, in Fatal Fury. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that's all the questions I have uh, for you. Uh, do you have anything you want to want to talk about or, or uh, say concerning your game? Oh gosh, you, you didn't prep me for that. I know. <laughs> the the <laughs> ultimate question. This is the boss fight. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I I want to take the opportunity for anybody who's tuned in here to, to to thank them for not only for tuning in tonight, but for any support that they've had for the Kickstarter. Um, it is. Um, it's very exciting to, to, to see this come to light. Um, I am really, really excited to work with Fu Ray, Roy Sutherland, who, you know, the artist, since that's the majority of what this money is, is, is to pay him uh, to make the book really, really pretty. And uh, if you saw his stuff, um, it's really no way. He's done work for Image and Udon. So um, that, that I'm, I'm really looking forward to working with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. But also, um, as we talked about earlier, getting second edition up off the ground opens up new doors for all sorts of other stuff, uh, other stuff for fight. And, uh, and, and since, since you're giving me the opportunity to do so, uh, there is one other completely non-fight related game design that I have also been working on during the time in which there was a, there was a lull before getting the Kickstarter ready and fight was done, but, but I wasn't ready to start gearing up to raise money. So I had some time, and I've got a lot of notes uh, for a kaiju RPG. Uh, and, um, I, and I have an idea for something that I haven't seen so far in kaiju RPGs, which is one where um, you are it's on a human scale rather than the kaiju scale, uh, but that they are actually trying to deal with the kaiju as disaster problem. Hmm. Um, so, but still with some rules for giant monsters punching yeah. each other. <laughs> awesome. So, so you know that's 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 also on the sketch pad to work on as well. Ooh, so maybe like another Kickstarter or? Yeah, yeah, we gotta. It's gotta. It's it's 
it's only barely started playtesting, so we're a ways off from that. And I know people are going to want to see fight stuff before before I can get to that. So I think it might be a bit of a vanity project for a little while. But I, I did want to throw it out there to see what people think of the idea. <laughs> Uh, so you've kind of interacted with the Discord channel with your fans for fight for a, a good while now. Yeah. Um, do you think you could make a better character uh, than most of them? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the one of the most exciting things for me is is to see their designs and and um and, and there's so many times it'll come up on discord someone will say how would you do a move like this and when someone will post it i, I like wow that's really <laughs> cool i never would have come up with that um i i because because game mastering fight i have to make so many characters sometimes very quickly mm -hmm. um i'm honestly a bit of a hack <laughs> <laughs> so when i'm designing special moves they often don't have a lot of bells and whistles because i want to get them down and get them into to the yeah. fight yeah. um so could i design a better character no i really don't think i could <laughs> <laughs> and do you think maybe one day we could have a uh, street fighter or just fighter tournament uh, just having all the players kind of this little bracket to see who makes and, and fights in, in the best way possible. Oh, absolutely. That's already been done. That, was, was, that has? Yeah, the, the pre-release of first edition, that was the way I introduced people to it. We, we actually did a tournament. Oh, that sounds awesome. I thought I had a great idea there. So. <laughs> <laughs> The, the biggest challenge for that, because I would be down for it any time, the biggest challenge for it is, on, on, um, on an online basis is trying to figure out the, um, the easiest way to, to run the combat um, because play-by-post yeah. because play is, is an utter nightmare for this yeah. sort of thing unless you wanted each fight to take you know, eight months. Um, <laughs> so you would need either you know, a, an active Discord or um, may, maybe Roll20 or some, something where you could actually uh, be online during yeah. the fight live Ooh. but if uh, you know people who are down for it i'd be down to run it yeah i i think that would be great and uh you know it would be really cool if maybe like the the final two or something we could have them face off uh live with a little roll 20 little thing in there with you uh being referee uh i think that would be epic <laughs> maybe after after the pro the uh the project's over maybe you and i can talk about that yes that would be cool <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, so you know, if there's anything else, uh, we're good to go here. All right. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again uh for watching this interview, whether on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, make sure to check out uh, in the details uh the Kickstarter. Make that pledge. Um, I'm looking at the Kickstarter now, and it looks like they just need about two hundred and forty dollars uh to to be uh fully funded so let's reach those goals and let's break that uh and add some other cool stuff make some dreams come true uh, yeah <laughs> uh once again thank you uh christopher for uh for doing this interview uh, really appreciate it thank you for the invite <laughs> uh and hope you guys have a great night good night <laughs>